Our pick six is coming up. But first, it's Andy's turn. A random ranking of music, food, movies, sports, and anything else Andy wants to make a list for. Chime in with your reaction on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages. It's Andy Hall's pick six on Laser 103.3. On this day in 1967, the first Monterey International Pop Festival kicked off at the county fairgrounds in Monterey, California. Seen as a precursor to Woodstock and other notable shows of the time, Monterey featured an incredibly eclectic lineup, including rockers like Hendrix and The Who, dynamic duos like Simon and Garfunkel, R&B singers like Otis Redding and Lou Rawls. There was even a portion of the show dedicated to traditional Indian music, courtesy of Ravi Shankar. For many, this was the official kickoff to the quote-unquote Summer of Love, but also a really great freaking show. Today, I'm giving you my pick six Monterey pop performances. Starting with number six, Jefferson Airplane. Monterey was technically a hometown show for the San Francisco natives, who were at the time one of the biggest bands on planet Earth, fronted by one of the most important voices of that generation, Grace Slick. Ask any female singer we play on Laser, chances are they'll name her as a key influence. Can't argue with the hits, Somebody to Love and White Rabbit, among others that were played on day two of the festival. In at number five, Ravi Shankar. He kicked off the third and final day of the festival, showcasing his and his fellow players' incredible skills on traditional Indian instruments like the sitar and tabla, which had already influenced pop music by that time, with the Beatles' George Harrison a big fan and proponent of Shankar's music. So much so, he incorporated those instruments on his band's songs, Norwegian Wood and Within Without You. The normally boisterous and noisy crowd was mesmerized by the set. They even cheered after the tuning of the sitar before Shankar even got started. At number four, Otis Redding. The headliner of day two brought the house down with his energetic brand of R&B, barely taking a breath in between songs. He was one of the most electric performers in music at the time, but unfortunately would be taken from us tragically less than six months later, dying in a plane crash. The footage captured by filmmaker D.A. Pennebaker is a reminder of just how special Redding was on that stage. And though it's easy to wonder just how much larger than life he could have gotten, it's more appropriate to be grateful for the time he was here to entertain us. Coming in at number three, Big Brother and the Holding Company featuring Janis Joplin. One of Joplin's most emotionally charged and radically captivating performances from her sadly shortened life and career. No one would dare take their eyes off of her throughout the entirety of the performance for fear of missing any minuscule detail of what felt like history in the making, I'm sure, at the time. The band actually played two sets at Monterey. Fortunately, the second one was filmed. Plenty of that footage out there for you to enjoy, and I would suggest starting with the song they closed with, Ball and Chain. Janice was truly special, even though friends say she didn't think very highly of herself. In at number two, The Who. In June of 1967, American audiences didn't know a hell of a lot about these British bangers, aside from the few songs heard on select radio stations at the time. So you can imagine the shock and awe as the Monterey crowd witnessed a complete thrashing and smashing of all the band's instruments to close out their sixth song set on day three. Fun story, things got a little heated backstage prior to their performance. An argument took place between two of Britain's rising stars who were set to make an impression on the American audience. One of those two were Who guitarist Pete Townsend, and the other, down to what I believe was the best of the Monterey Pop Festival performances, at number one, Jimi Hendrix. Quickly to finish that story that began with The Who, guitarist Pete Townsend got into an argument with Hendrix over who would be following whom. Both artists, rightly so, believed their live show was worthy of headlining, but neither wanted to follow the other for fear of being upstaged and forgotten. Ultimately, Jimi won the coin flip, The Who did their thing, and then Hendrix proceeded to dazzle the audience with several things they'd likely never seen before, including a guy 
guy playing a flawless solo behind his back, and then to finish things, lighting his beloved Stratocaster on fire and smashing it to bits. Mic drop, cue the fire department, a legend was born that night. And that is my list. If you've never heard about the Monterey Pop Festival of 1967, go look it up. It is history, and damn good history at that. There are several recordings out there for you to enjoy, and like I said, some footage on YouTube as well. You're welcome. Was Andy Hall's Pick Six? Looking for your thoughts and opinions on the Laser or Andy Hall Radio Facebook pages? Stay tuned. Your Pick Six is coming at the top of the hour on Laser 103.3.